Tyler. Welcome to Disney Versus, sponsored by the Lovers, the Dreamers, and Cheese. <laughs> that must have been a typo. <laughs> no, it definitely says Cheese here. Okay. This is the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm Tori. I'm Grace. If you are new to the show, welcome. What we usually do on this podcast is we take Disney movies and properties and we rank them in a March Madness style bracket and we talk about them and rank and debate them until we have a true winner. We are in part three of our Muppets bracket. Today we are talking about the two seed, the Muppet movie versus the seven seed Muppets Most Wanted. But before we get to that, Grace, what you watching? Um, I just started watching Firefly Lane last night on Netflix. It's Katherine Heigl and someone else that I should know. I'm really bad at actors and actresses' names. Um, is, is that What's-Her-Face from Scrubs? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Scrubs, but I do recognize her from, from that, yeah. Um, it's good. Aside from that, I started watching Game of Thrones again, and I'm listening to the book. Grad school started back up this week. It's my last quarter, and I'm celebrating spring break by watching. So it's good. I just started the second season. What about you? I have been watching so much. They announced Oscar nominations. So Mm -hmm. I've been, I got through all of the Best Picture nominees. They announced eight. I I had seen three of them. So I had to watch The Father, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Mank. And the other three that okay, I had what? already seen were uh, Sound of Metal, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Cred, I can't remember the eighth one that I had already seen. Of the eight, what are your top three that I should watch? Sound of Metal, Promising Young Woman, Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm biased for Judas and the Black Messiah, though, because Daniel Kaluuya is amazing. Uh, I'm going to throw Minari in there, too. Okay. I got to see what the eighth one is that I'm missing. So Seattle is going to phase three. I'm also getting my first vaccination at the end of this week. So I'm hoping at some point this week I can go to the movies and Ooh. see Ryan the Last Dragon. I'm holding out to see it in theaters. I also, I did start watching WandaVision. Oh. I haven't finished it. I think I'm two episodes in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The eighth film that I was missing was Nomadland. Okay. Also good, but I stand by the four that I said. Great. Some news to get us started. There has been a massive switch up in the dates of a lot of Marvel and Disney and Pixar movies that are coming out. The ones that are super important to us are uh, Cruella, uh, which we talked about uh, two episodes ago, is being released in theaters and on Disney Plus on May 28th at uh, no, I believe it might, I'm not sure. I know Black Widow is going to be Premier Access. I didn't read anything about Cruella. I think it's Premier Access too. Man, I'm annoyed that they're doing that. I'm kind of getting a little annoyed too. It just gets expensive. I mean, I paid for Raya. I paid for Mulan. I think Mm -hmm. now that movie theaters are becoming more of a thing i may stop doing it but i'll cross that bridge when i get there luca pixar's luca is debuting exclusively on disney plus on june 18th 
which is a shame because Luca and Soul and to a lesser extent uh, Onward, even though it had a short theatrical run. I mean, these movies Mm -hmm. deserve to be seen on big screens and with, you know, the best audio possible, especially Soul. And I have a feeling that Luca is going to be fantastic, too. Yeah, I agree. I I do think they should be seen on a big screen. And I think... So, the world's starting to open back up again. The U.S. is getting more and more vaccinated. I think something like 25 to 30% of people have at least one vaccine so far. So, by the end of summer, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that the United States will be largely opened back up. Yeah. Um, Do you think... Disney will continue to release movies online as well as in theaters? Or do you think they'll transition some of these movies that used to be in theaters to only online? I think it's all going to be based on the metrics. Like, there's money to be made. If people are still paying, you know, these $30 for these movies, if people are still, if they're getting new subscribers for Disney Plus for, you know, exclusives like Luca and all the new shows that are coming out. I don't see them stopping it. Maybe they'll scale the price back a little bit. I don't know. But this is this is a this is still a business. And yeah. I mean as long as it I don't think they'll stop it until it isn't profitable anymore. Kong versus Godzilla made what 45 something million this weekend with mm-hmm. a simultaneous release in theaters and on HBO Max. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. As long as it's still making money, they're going to keep doing it. I'm getting my second vaccination in two weeks. After that, like, I've been to the movies twice already since getting my first mm-hmm. vaccination. So, like, when I get my second one, kid gloves are off. I'm doing whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I feel like I would have been comfortable to go, maybe not on weekends, but I would have been comfortable to go to the movies on weeknights. Like, my, I used to go to the movies almost every Tuesday after mm-hmm. class. And this quarter is going to be heavy. It's it's capstone quarter, so I, I anticipate being in a lot of meetings and a lot of class time. But I love being able to go to the movies. and So I'm hoping better movies start coming out, too. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see Cruella. When was it supposed to come out originally? It was, like, July, wasn't it? I think so. Or it was... I think it was still May. They just, oh, okay. they're just adding Disney Plus too. Like it will be simul, okay. simultaneously. Simultaneous. Released. Yeah. Gotcha. Like I'm, I'm doing, they pushed Black Widow back from May to, I think June, June or July. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to see that one in theaters. I've, I've, yeah. I'm already I'm excited prepared. to see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I need to see it. I need a new Marvel movie. I love Falcon and Winter Soldier and I love Wanda. I was just going to ask. I haven't. I haven't seen. I I only just saw a preview for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and you. It's good. It's worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Uh, are they like twenty minute episodes like Wandavision? Or are they? No, longer? they're longer. They're longer. Okay. Like, I'm. I watched episode three on Friday, and like each episode is longer than mm-hmm. than the one before it. But yeah, nice. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, the other movie that we got a definite release date for is Encanto, mm-hmm. uh, which is the next. Disney Animation Studios movie with music by Lin-Manuel Miranda that is coming Mm -hmm. out November 24th. So that'll be a Thanksgiving release. Nice. And I'm interested because this means for the Oscars next year, for like award season next year, it's going to be 
Raya, Luca, and Encanto fighting oh. for awards. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Monsters at work. Yep. Next next story we have is uh, great for Grace. <laughs> the new show Monsters at Work, the continuation of the Monsters Inc. franchise, is coming to Disney Plus on July second, featuring the voices of John Goodman and Billy Crystal reprising their their roles as Mike and Sully. Mindy Kaling, Ben Feldman, Henry Winkler, Bonnie Hunt, Lucas Neff, and Alana Ubach. I'm excited. I'm excited. Jinx. I've missed me some monsters. I like a lot, like a lot of these shows that are bit, that are coming out on Disney Plus. Like I'm watching, obviously I'm watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm also watching the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good show. So it takes place after. Like, well after, right? It's, yes. It's modern day? Okay. Like, years. Yeah, it's, I, it's current. Like, there's a, one of the kids like, is a podcaster. Okay. I feel like I'm going to have to rewatch the original Mighty Ducks movies before I jump in. Like, I don't, I probably don't have to, but I feel like that's the way to do it. Because I haven't seen them in forever. They're all on Disney Plus and Hulu. Nice. I'm pretty sure they put them on Hulu for the release of the new show. And I also love about these new shows that they're releasing them weekly mm-hmm. instead of dropping dropping them all at once like Netflix does. Because I can't remember who I was talking to. It keeps these shows in the conversation. Like you're watching WandaVision now. I was watching WandaVision in real time. Mm-hmm. And it was great to watch the speculation and see people freak out and of course see the memes that were made every week. <laughs> And then it gave me a reason to look forward to Fridays. Like, Friday's my day off. Mm-hmm. So now I, you know, sleep late. Or I'll get up. I'll actually get up at, like, 7 or 8, watch my shows. Uh, mm-hmm. If I've missed SVU the night before, I'll watch SVU. And, like, I'm good and ready to go by, like, 11. So mm-hmm. it's it's nice. created quite a routine for me that I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to get into it? Yeah, let's take a quick trailer break, and then we'll get to our Muppets topic for the week. Ooh, okay. Trailer break. In the history of filmmaking, the sequel always strives to be... <laughs> better. Sequel! Older. Sequel! And bigger. Sequel! Sequel! <laughs> sequel! Next year... Finally! There's no sequel. This is gonna be great. Like a Muppet sequel. A sequel? <laughs> Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, and Tina Fey. Put the frog down. In quite possibly the greatest motion picture of all time. Crazier things have happened. Yeah, sequel, sequel! And will. Good grief. Muppets Most Wanted. Everybody's feeling alright. Here we go. Jim Henson Home Entertainment presents Muppet Movie Scene 1A, Take 1. It's the masterpiece that started it all. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. Come along with those lovable Muppets. My name is Kermit the Frog and I'm on my way to Hollywood. Moving right 
along as they head off to Tinseltown. I want you to turn left if you come to a fork in the road. Featuring an all-star, all-rockin' cast. Kermit the Frog. I uh, hope you appreciate that I'm doing all my own stunts. Waka, waka, waka. Fozzie Bear. We'll be at The Great Gonzo. Whoopee! And everybody's favorite ham, Miss Piggy. I, I am an actress model. I hear this movie is dynamite. Jim Henson's The Muppet Movie. Okay, let's go. Let's get into the Muppet Movie versus Muppets Most Wanted. So the Muppet Movie was released on June 22nd in 1979. Um, it was directed by James Frawley, written by Jerry Jewell and Jack Burns, and the music was written by Paul Williams and Kenny Asher. Ratings on Rotten Tomatoes was 88%, IMDb is 7.6, and it has 74 on Metacritic. Kermit and his newfound friends trek across America to find success in Hollywood, but a frog's legs merchant is after Kermit. I forgot to put box office for these, but I know the Muppet movie was the seventh highest grossing movie of 1979. Okay. And I'm trying to remember. What was the like, first? Hang on, I'm going to look that up. Except for... I got it. 1979? Yeah. Kramer vs. Kramer, Amityville Horror, Rocky II, Apocalypse Now. It was in good company that year. Star Trek was number five. Um, Alien... Moonraker, the Muppet movie, so it was number 10. Oh, okay. Muppets Most Wanted was released March 21st of 2014. It was directed by James Bobin, who directed The Muppets 2011. It was written by James Bobin and Nick Stoller, who was the co-writer on The Muppets 2011. And the music was by Christoph Beck and songs by Brett McKenzie. And it grossed, worldwide box office was $80.4 million. So it underperformed compared to the Muppets 2011, because the Muppets 2011 was the highest grossing of all the Muppet movies. But it was still successful. Mm -hmm. While on a grand world tour, the Muppets find themselves wrapped into a European jewel heist caper, headed by a Kermit the Frog lookalike and his dastardly sidekick. Did we, um... Watch this. No, this this can't have been in the first 64. No. I am pretty sure that I'd seen this before. Maybe when we first started, do, like, we're planning on doing Muppets. But I was pretty sure that I'd seen it. But I couldn't tell you what was next as I was watching it. See, it's this is going to be a rough episode for me because I'm going to gush about one and whatever the opposite Not. of gushing is for the other one. <laughs> Trash. Bash. Yeah, yeah I guess. This is the hard part where we get to talk shit about something. I am not a fan of Muppets Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a big fan of either of the modern Muppet movies. Yeah. Um, I'm not a purist or anything. I may be a purist, but I just don't enjoy them as much as I do the, the older ones. What didn't you like about Muppets Most Wanted? I didn't like, number one, that Ricky Gervais is in this movie, because I hate every part of him i'm not a fan not even a little bit like i don't like someone who their entire shtick is them being an asshole like i'm not about Mm -hmm. it sorry i don't like how they treat kermit in the modern movies Mm -hmm. because he's just like this he's a he's either a stick or he's a doormat and he's both in this movie Mm -hmm. i like the kind of prince and the pauper 
nature of like the anti prince and the pauper nature of this movie because kermit has basically an evil clone i mean he's yeah. not a clone but that's basically I mean, what he evil is. twin yeah yeah and funny i mean i guess this is the only trivia i have about this movie but there's an episode of the muppet show where they have a robotic scooter calls it a robotic tv show host and it's just a wind-up version of kermit who you know is you know causing havoc backstage and it's like someone took that movie or took that episode and was like let's do that let's make that a movie but a whole movie yeah and just like i don't like how kermit is basically just not a part of this movie kind of mm-hmm. a lot of the muppets are just very uncharacteristic in this because they kermit is their leader and they're just like we're not gonna listen to you yeah completely aloof mm-hmm. um yeah i think the the biggest problem with this movie is it is entirely dependent on all of kermit's friends ignoring that he seems off mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, friends don't do that. Your friends would notice if you all of a sudden had a Russian accent. Yeah. I did, you know what, I gotta say, I really did like Tina Fey in this. <laughs> it's might be the only thing that I really enjoyed, but pretty much, like, most of the time she was on screen, I was enjoying myself. I think Ricky Gervais could have just not been in this, and it would have been fine. <laughs> I I don't know that he, I agree, like, I have a hard time watching movies where there are no redeeming qualities like where someone's just a dick but i just don't think he added much at all and also the detectives added almost nothing to this Uh, i think they needed a bigger part for that to be important at all i'm kind of okay with the detectives being um well let me hold that with muppet movies you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit I think this movie is asking too much to just suspend your disbelief that, like, yes, it's a family movie. This is not a crime thriller. It's a crime Mm -hmm. comedy. It's it's like, I wish it was a little bit more serious, I think. Like, if they would have done this, if this would have hewed closer to Great Muppet Caper, Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a little bit better. But, like, the fact that, of course, the detective is going to be Sam the Eagle. There's no other Muppet who would have been the detective. And Ty Burrell is great in this role. It's just, it just seems kind of unnecessary. Mm -hmm. I agree. Tina Fey's fine. Um, A lot of the prisoners are fine. Like, I like like seeing Danny Trejo and things. Mm -hmm. But I will say that Tina Fey and Ty Burrell are the strongest. Like, they are the three human leads. Mm -hmm. But they are the strongest of, you know, the human characters in this. And then everybody else is just, you know, a cameo. Yeah. Did you have any favorite cameos? I like seeing Selma Hayek in anything, so. <laughs> I uh, I got a good crack out of Usher being an Usher. Oh, yeah, that the was The Usher being yeah. an Usher. I am the Usher. Um, I am the Usher. Who else? P. Diddy was in this. Lady Gaga was in this. Yeah, Tony her and Bennett Tony was Bennett in this. were in the, were in the Right beginning. at the beginning. Yeah. I like that Saoirse Ronan was in this before she was famous. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, I guess it's just a fact of Muppet life now that if you're going to have a Muppet movie, you're going to have like 30 celebrity cameos. Oh, and I mean, that's true of from the beginning too, right? Like, Yeah. But I will say, and I guess this is where we transition to talking about the Muppet movie, everything was a lot more subtle. Maybe because 
these these were older stars that I mean I know I wasn't aware of the only ones that I'm aware of in watching them them the first time like I knew who Richard Pryor was mm-hmm. um I knew who Steve Martin was mm-hmm. and I think that's really it yeah I'm trying to think if anyone stands out aside from that but the thing is like there may be what I think it's less than I think it's 10 there aren't as many celebrities in the Muppet movie and then there's an exponential growth of celebrities in comparison in Muppets Most Wanted. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's so winking. Like, oh, here's this special person. The only two that I will give, that I will give a pass to, well, three. I'll give Christoph Waltz, Selma Hayek, and Saoirse Ronan passes. Mm-hmm. Because they are integral to the idea that the Muppets are doing the Muppet show in different countries. So they yeah. are the guest on the Muppet show. Mm-hmm. So they, they make sense like to name drop them, but everyone else is just like, they're here to be here. Like, why is P Diddy? On I the mean, train? that's P Diddy yeah, doesn't, that doesn't need to be on the train. That doesn't bother me at all because it's expected of Muppet movies. Like I expect to see yeah. random cameos. That doesn't bother me at all. I am surprised that Muppets most wanted has such a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's not a bad movie. I, I admit I'm probably being overcritical. I mean, it's not awful. There's just a little... It's it's very silly. Mm-hmm. The modern Muppet movies go in a different direction than mm-hmm. the Jim Henson movies, the post-Jim Henson movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't fail. It's just they're yeah. not the same as the previous ones. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Muppet movie. What What did you like about it? I like... And I think I talked about this in our first our first Muppet episode is I like mm-hmm. that the Muppets are very metatextual in their humor, in their world. Because if you think about mm-hmm. it, let me see if I can say this correctly. In the world of the Muppets, think of the Muppet Show. Let's start with the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show is the Muppets doing a show. And then we see mm-hmm. backstage the actors of the, the Muppet actors reacting to what's going on on stage and what's going on in the world of the stage mm-hmm. and the show the muppet movie are those actors taking a break to watch the movie that they made about their origin so mm-hmm. it's like three layers there and then within the movie you they have break the fourth wall <laughs> they break the fourth wall they there's the whole big bird cameo of it all <laughs> The screenplay itself Go comes to New York play. to be on public TV. <laughs> like, I love when you break that all down. It's so funny to think about. Mm-hmm. And then there's the actual comedy of itself. I do. I I think that's probably one of the better nods to the audience is commenting about the screenplay. We just we just looked forward to the screenplay to see where you were at. Like That's my favorite joke. Chuckle. Yeah. That's my favorite funny. joke in the whole thing. I feel like we still missed the origin story of Gonzo and why he loves chickens. Some things just can't be explained. Yeah. I do love the introduction of Miss Piggy and Kermit. Um, I think it's just, it's silly. Rainbow Connection is is very good. We'll get into it in a minute, but like Rainbow Connection is probably the best Muppet song ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that there are many Muppet songs that I like love, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, back to Kermit and Miss Piggy for a second. I was I watched the Muppet movie yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think it's funny that Kermit is into Piggy 
from the start. Mm-hmm. But it, when you look at it's funny because this is the first Muppet movie, and most Muppets Most Wanted is the last Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the and it's the last Muppet movie that's been made so far, and it's funny how evolved their relationship is because mm-hmm. throughout the the Muppet movie, you know Kermit's like, oh, she's cute, and then by the end of that movie, he's well, no, I think by the time you get to Muppets Most Wanted, you realize like, yeah, she's cute. She's also a handful. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and I, I think they set that off from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, like, he sees her at first and is absolutely starstruck. And then asks her if she wants to go get ice cream. And she's like, come with you. Yeah, let me pack up my stuff. And mm-hmm. is so into it. Um, and that's the opposite of Kermit. Kermit is more deliberate. But, like, I, I think... This is a a good establishment of who Kermit is and who Piggy is. Like, we know that Piggy is self centered. Yes, she may love you, but also she's got a chance to go make a commercial. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. Chances are Kermit's gonna be waiting for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. She loves Kermit. Like as yeah. as stressed, I think is the word I want to use there. As stressed out of a person as he is, she's like, mm-hmm. I still love you. But I'm about myself, I did, too. I did appreciate that um, in Muppets Most Wanted uh, at the end when Piggy is confronted with the two frogs and has to figure out who's who and asks both of them to marry her. And Constantine, the fake Kermit, is like, yes, absolutely. Let's go away in the helicopter. And Kermit is like, uh, I mean, like we've got other i i don't know <laughs> just like yeah okay that's simply kermit the doting the committing non-committal kermit yes that's his defining characteristics something that i do like about this uh, the muppet movie is it's so there's so much heart in this movie because mm-hmm. one of my favorite my my favorite joke is uh the Actually, my favorite joke and my favorite scene are kind of married together. My favorite scene and my favorite song, huh? My favorite song is I'm Going to Go Back There Someday, which leads into my favorite scene is Kermit's conversation with himself when Mm -hmm. there's trapped in the desert and he's like, well, I mean, I didn't promise anybody anything. I just, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted to follow my dream. Then he says, you know, did you, did you promise anyone anything? And he said, I guess I promised myself. And then my favorite joke is the, uh, we followed the screenplay to find out where you were. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this scene on uh, Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust when we talked about this movie. And I love the, I love I'm Going to Go Back There Someday because Rainbow Connection is kind of a song about dreaming. I'm Going mm-hmm. to Go Back There Someday is kind of about coping with failure, I feel like, in that moment. Because yeah. I've been trying, I had been trying for a while to figure out like what is this song about? Like why is this song important in the movie? And it's them at their lowest. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know if they're going to get to the audition. They don't know how they're going to get to the audition. Everyone's kind of down, and Gonzo's you know just dreaming about getting back to that high that he had when he was flying. It's kind of a hey, we're at our lowest point, but like man, remember back when? <laughs> and I I just really love that song. I think my favorite musical moment is in the last in the final performance of rainbow connection and the whole stage falls apart and it busts a hole in the ceiling and then you see the rainbow come through 
And it's the way that those, like the lyrics and the chords just line up in that moment, I think is really beautiful and majestic. And it's just, it's, it's great storytelling. It's a great way to wrap it up. And if that didn't like, I, I just watched them back to back. So I'd seen, I watched the Muppet movie in December. Um, so this morning I started watching Muppets Most Wanted and then just kind of passively watched Muppet movie as a refresher. And I was like, man, like if there was any doubt before, this is just sealing it up. Nice little envelope. Man, I will say I'm going to have a hard time picking against the Muppet movie. We're not about to pick right now, but I have a hard time picking against Muppet movie at any point. Cause I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I have a couple. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Muppet movie is has become one of those movies that I can you know put on in the background. It's it's reaching uh, Aladdin and Lion King level where I can just put it on in the background and I like know like the little the little snide comments that are made in between. Yeah, my I am disappointed. Uh, my parents both love this movie. I think especially my dad has some really fond connections to it. It's such a great movie. Like, I love in the beginning, I didn't realize what she was saying until I put on the subtitles for once. Like, at the very beginning, when Kermit comes into the theater, uh, Piggy says, I saved you a seat, but someone took it. And I was like, oh, that's what she's saying. It's so cute. (laughs) Like, I love their little interactions in the Mm -hmm. theater. Yeah. This is why it bothers me in Muppets Most Wanted, because in my head, all of these movies are connected. Yeah. Like, they are either... In the real world, like at the beginning of the Muppet movie, like the Muppet movie, the Muppets, and Muppets Most Wanted have the easiest through line. Like, yeah. the Muppet movie is when they were at the height of their powers, and the Muppets and the Muppets Most Wanted is their comeback. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they changed so much from, you know, hey, we did this thing, you know, we did this wonderful movie to start off with mm-hmm. to show how we got together, and then you get to Muppets Most Wanted, and it's like, oh, I can't tell kermit with a russian accent from from real kermit it's like it, it yeah. bothers me it ru- completely yeah. ruins the it's, it's lazy of the truth. yeah it's lazy movie writing mm-hmm. lazy storytelling and kermit calls it out he's like you guys are my really? friends and the only and person that know? knew i was missing was animal <laughs> yeah it's you know what i remember even as a kid i had the same issue with the little mermaid like she is talking one isn't singing and also has a completely different hair and makeup look why wouldn't you notice that that's not the same person oh yeah (laughs) the stories of these both of these movies are pretty simple we're not gonna spend a lot of time on it but it's a heist the muppets most wanted is a kind of pseudo heist movie it's not really about the Muppets. The Muppets are just there. It's more about, like, if it's about any one Muppet, I would say it's probably about Miss Piggy or Sam, mm-hmm. maybe. The Muppet movie is, you know, it's just a road trip. And the friends that we made yeah. along the way. Rainbow Connection should have won Best Original Song. Because mm-hmm. I listened to It Goes Like It Goes from Norma Ray. And That's what it is what won that year? Yeah, that's what that's what beat Rainbow Connection. And it's okay. But mm-hmm. it's not as good as Rainbow Connection. It's not. Yeah. 
and maybe I need to watch Norma Ray because I was talking to someone about when the year Coco won um, best original song. It was against This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, which I also rewatched mm-hmm. recently. Good movie. Okay. Uh, I think <laughs> I think best original song, the best way to choose best original song is not what is the most popular song. Like, clearly Let It Go is was the most popular song. Maybe it wasn't the best song, but I think the best way to choose that is like how, how does this – this song make you feel relate. no no no. how does it relate to its movie because yes this is me i think is a catchier and more meaningful song than remember me mm-hmm. but every time they sang remember me in coco it had a different meaning so i think like you know best original song in a motion picture was coco was yeah. was remember me in coco however rainbow connection means a lot more to, to the, the Muppet song. movie than, you know, any a lot of movies that I can think of now. Rebuttal. I'm trying to think of I'm I'm trying to think of a good example of something that doesn't. And I'm thinking like there's a difference between score and like okay, so like was Adele's Skyfall nominated for it best won. original song? It okay. was and it was So won. that's that's an example of a song like I think is great. I love it. It has nothing to do with the movie. Like it's it's the the song for the opening credits. credits. Um and I'm okay with that. I like the idea that it should be whatever has the the most impact. It's like a very romantic ideal. Mm-hmm. But also like I really like Adele Skyfall song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On my Disney playlist, I have Our Town from Cars. Mm-hmm. And the song the song Our Town is about how the town used to be such a bus. It's, it's about Radiator Springs. How it mm-hmm. used to be so bustling and busy and everyone and you know, came sad. through. And yeah, and now nobody remembers it. And I remember, mm. like, I think I was going to the bank one day and the song came on. And I was just like, why the hell am I getting emotional about the stupid song from Cars? Yeah. And it's like, you know, being from a small town and thinking about what that could mean, you know, especially with like COVID and all this other stuff and all this stuff that's shutting down, like driving past where Luby's used to be. You know, I get emotional. <laughs> yeah. I can't Thanks, remember COVID. the last time I was at a Luby's. Well, they're gone. So. <laughs> no more. You will never remember again. But yeah. I think Rainbow Connection deserves better. The Muppet movie was also nominated for Best Adaptation Score, which in those days it was Best Original Score for movie musicals. Mm-hmm. So there were two categories. There was Best Original Score was for non-musicals like dramas, and then Best Adaptation mm-hmm. Score was for musicals. It lost that year to All That Jazz, which, yeah, yeah that's okay. fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay. A lot of the songs in Muppets Most Wanted, I think, were passable. I liked I'll Give It To You, or I'll Give I'll You What give You Want. You. I'll Give You What You Want. It's the song that Constantine sings to Piggy. Okay. Subtitled Cockatoo yeah. in Malibu. 
I, you know what? I actually thought, like, I liked the song that they've ordered a sequel. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize that this happened right after, before I started watching it. I didn't realize that this happened right after the Muppets. The Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the most meta they get in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I really did love the big house. <laughs> I thought it was pithy. Oh, we forgot about Celine Dion. She was also oh, yeah. a, a feature. I mean, she just showed up. I mean. Yeah. And it was kind of set up because Piggy wanted to sing four or five Celine Dion songs. Mm-hmm. It's like Family Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Celine Dion. <laughs> it was just as sudden as her singing in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Which, that song also slaps. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, those are the the two, the three songs that I think are passable. Something so right. I'll get you what you want, and then the big house. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're doing a sequel is fine. I like how in we're doing a sequel they say uh, they mention until Tom Hanks does Toy Story four. Yeah. And that for real happened. I keep forgetting. I think I last time I watched Muppets Most Wanted, it's like, oh hey, Toy Story four actually <laughs> happened. There's so much trivia that can be said about the Muppets movie. Something I will recommend in lieu of giving uh, trivia is on Disney Plus, there is a series called Prop Culture. There's an episode, I believe it's the last episode of that season. It's on the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to spoil all of it, but some of the stuff that they tracked down, uh, the Studebaker, one of the painted Studebakers that they had, there were mm-hmm. two that they used for production. One of them is in the Studebaker Museum. Mm-hmm. So they go and uh, they go and take a look at that. They meet up with Gonzo, mm-hmm. Gonzo himself. Yeah, uh, uh, and they look at the uh, the hat, like the little plumber hat that he wears, and his vest. Like they bring him his hat and his vest. And they also take a look at there's one that's in it that I don't want to spoil. They also look at the original movie poster for. The, like the, oh, the, cool. the drawn movie poster for the Muppets, the Muppet movie. Yeah. And Grace knows I'm a I'm a movie poster. Like I used to be a movie poster fiend because I worked at a movie mm-hmm. theater. And it's like I would love to get my hands on a print of, you know, one of the, the Muppet movie, Muppets Take Manhattan, the Muppet Christmas Carol, like just a, a hand drawn of one of those. That would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Williams is in the episode as well. Paul Williams is he did the music. He's also the piano player in the El Slizo Cafe. And the only other nice piece of trivia that I want to bring up is that this movie in 2009 was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry. And for Muppets Most Wanted, I already mentioned the joke about uh, Toy Story 4. This is interesting. Danny Trejo's mother passed away as he was filming his last scenes in the movie and as he was filming his scenes so he could fly back to L.A. for the funeral, cast and crew offered their condolences and sympathies. Trejo is known for his tough guy roles and, you know, shrugged off the sympathy. And Steve Whitmere offered his condolences in character as Kermit and Mm -hmm. Trejo broke down crying. Oh, I would yeah. too. That kind of reminds me of the drawing of 
who is it mickey mouse it's either mickey mouse or bugs bunny consoling kermit when jim henson died mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a newspaper drawing oh and you mentioned the the sequel song at the end of the mm-hmm. song we're doing a sequel they call the movie the muppets again mm-hmm. the muppets again was the working title for most of the for the movie through most of production until they change it to muppets most wanted at the very last minute got you so do we want to vote i mean do we need to i mean (laughs) formally we have to vote oh okay i am voting for the muppet movie because yeah me too (laughs) has so much heart it stays true to i think the characterization of the muppets um it's so meta it's funny takes itself just seriously enough so that it is goofy and a heartfelt movie mm-hmm. and the songs are iconic rainbow connection moving right along can you picture that which had me thinking that you could see the aurora borealis from dallas i was a stupid kid when <laughs> I was little. going to go back there someday the magic store it's a better movie period yeah, I'll I'll vote for the Muppet movie as well. One thing I, I don't think we talked about that I think is worth mentioning, the Muppet movie feels like one of those movies that has a really simple premise and is really great because it's a really simple premise. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example, maybe Sandlot, something like that. I, do, is this making any sense? And the Muppet movie like is, it's a road trip story where they're gathering all these friends but they're also being chased by a villain and they're also trying to become famous that's literally it um will doc hopper catch them and will they make it to before, Hollywood? and will they make it so maybe it's maybe it's not as doesn't have as many storylines as i was thinking it did but i don't know i think it's i think it's great i think it's a great intro- introduction um it's got a unique sense of self-awareness that we don't see in in movies and is very kind of a Muppet trademark. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So uh, going on to the next round, we have the Muppet movie. What do you have and for then, Drunk uh, Well, we have to decide, do we want to do Drunk Disney for Muppets Most Wanted or the Muppet movie? It is your segment. I will defer to uh, you. I don't feel like we should subject our viewers to uh, watching Muppets Most Wanted. So let's say the Muppet movie. Take a drink for the beginning of any song. Take a drink. Anytime Doc Hopper appears. Okay. And then, what do you think? Ooh, take a t- take take a drink every time they introduce a new Muppet. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So take a drink for the beginning of every song. Take a drink for each new introduced. 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 <laughs> each new. <laughs> Um, introduce Muppet, and anytime Doc shows up, I like. And that's it. Man, another another thing, uh, the Muppet movie is so much shorter. Like it, it moves. Yeah, it's ninety minutes, and Muppets Most Wanted is uh Almost two hours, two hours. one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to another podcast, and they mentioned that the Muppet movie is kind of like. It kind of just takes place in like a, a handful of locations and mm-hmm. it's like there's a music video it's like a music video for every song and then mm-hmm. on the road meet a new muppet run into doc hopper then another music video <laughs> it's a cycle yeah. yeah but again it keeps moving mm-hmm. they keep 
moving right along, as it were. Oh, I guess that was a bad joke. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Pepper wasn't a fan. We have one more pair left before we get into the semifinals and finals of our Muppets bracket. The only pair we have left are the twins of the Jim Henson trilogy, the Muppets Take Manhattan versus the Great Muppet Caper. Man, I have some feelings about those movies. I haven't seen Muppets Take Manhattan, and I used to love Great Muppet Caper and haven't seen it in years, so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to watch it again. You can follow us on our social medias on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disneyverses, on Twitter at DisneyVS. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast hashtag Disney Parks Cookbook Challenge. I am up to 20 recipes done. Killing it. I had to make myself cook. I was like, you need to cook some more because you haven't done anything <laughs> since I almost sliced my finger off making ratatouille. Oh. Yeah. The Ratatouille looked bomb. You should definitely go look at it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it looked great. I'm not a fan of eggplant, so it, it had a weird uh. flavor, but mm. it looks okay. great. I didn't post it on the uh, on the main Disney Versus feed, but if you like follow me on regular Instagram, my handle on Instagram is at Tormetheus. It's Prometheus, but T-O-R. I posted it there. Mm-hmm. I also see that other people have gotten their hands on the book and are starting mm-hmm. to do the recipes too, but I don't think nice. any of them are going through the entire book this year like I am. Can't wait for uh, Star Wars week when I'm going to make uh, all of the Star Wars recipes that are in the book. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's like blue milk and green milk and Ronto wraps and outpost popcorn it's going to be interesting. That's the last popcorn recipe that I have to make. <laughs> <laughs> How many popcorn I... recipes are there? There are four in the book. Okay. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, if you give us a five-star review on Facebook or iTunes and leave us a comment, we'll read it on the air. There's nothing new. Um <laughs> I feel like we should stop saying that too. <laughs> I mean, it'll if if it happens, maybe someone will get bold enough to give us a five star review and a comment after I mean, we keep saying it. But it remains true whether you guys do it or not. Uh, we are still in a pandemic. Be safe. Be smart. Get your vaccines if you can. I can't wait to get mine in two weeks. Grace, when are you getting your second one? I'm getting my first one this coming oh, Friday. First one. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. COVID and all this other stuff and all this stuff that's shutting down, like driving past where Luby's used to be. Yo, I get emotional. <laughs> yeah. I can't Thanks, remember COVID. the last time I was at a Luby's. Well, they're gone. So <laughs> no more. You will never remember again. But yeah, I think Rainbow Connection deserves better. The Muppet movie was also nominated for Best Adaptation Score, which in those days it was Best Original Score for movie musicals. Mm-hmm. So there were two categories. There was Best Original Score was for non-musicals like dramas, and then Best Adaptation mm-hmm. Score was for musicals. It lost that year to All That Jazz, which, yeah, yeah that's okay. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay. A lot of the songs in Muppets Most Wanted, I think, were passable. I liked I'll Give It To You, or I'll Give I'll You give What You Want. You. 
I'll give you what you want. It's the song that Constantine sings to Peggy. Okay. Subtitled Cockatoo in Malibu. I, you know what? I actually thought, like, I liked the song. They've ordered a sequel. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize that this happened right after, before I started watching it. I didn't realize that this happened right after the Muppets. The Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the most meta they get in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I really did love the big house. <laughs> I thought it was pithy. Oh, we forgot about Celine Dion. She was also oh, yeah. a, a feature. I mean, she just showed up. I mean. Yeah. And it was kind of set up because Piggy wanted to sing four or five Celine Dion songs. Mm-hmm. It's like Family Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Celine Dion. <laughs> it was just as sudden as her singing in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Which, that song also slaps. Just saying. Yeah, I think it's, those are the the two, the three songs that I think are passable. Something so right. I'll get you what you want, and then the big house. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're doing a sequel is fine. I like how in we're doing a sequel they say uh, they mention until Tom Hanks does Toy Story four. Yeah, and that for real happened. I keep forgetting. I think I last time I watched Muppets Most Wanted, it's like, oh hey, Toy Story four actually <laughs> happened. There's so much trivia that can be said about the Muppets movie. Something I will recommend in lieu of giving uh, trivia is on Disney Plus, there is a series called Prop Culture. There's an episode, I believe it's the last episode of that season. It's on the Muppet movie. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to spoil all of it, but some of the stuff that they tracked down, uh, the Studebaker, one of the painted Studebakers that they had, there were Mm -hmm. two that they used for production. One of them is in the Studebaker Museum. Mm-hmm. So they go and uh, they go and take a look at that. They meet up with Gonzo, mm-hmm. Gonzo himself. Yeah, uh, uh, and they look at the uh, the hat, like the little plumber hat that he wears, and his vest. Like they bring him his hat and his vest. And they also take a look at there's one that's in it that I don't want to spoil. They also look at the original movie poster for. The, like the, oh, the, cool. the drawn movie poster for the Muppets, the Muppet movie. Yeah. And Grace knows I'm a I'm a movie poster. Like I used to be a movie poster fiend because I worked at a movie mm-hmm. theater. And it's like I would love to get my hands on a print of, you know, one of the the Muppet movie, Muppets Take Manhattan, the Muppet Christmas Carol, like just a, a hand drawn of one of those. That would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Williams is in the episode as well. Paul Williams is he did the music. He's also the piano player in the El Slizo Cafe. And the only other nice piece of trivia that I want to bring up is that this movie in 2009 was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry. And for Muppets Most Wanted, I already mentioned the joke about uh, Toy Story 4. This is interesting. Danny Trejo's mother passed away as he was filming his last scenes in the movie. And as he was filming his scenes so he could fly back to L.A. for the funeral, cast and crew offered their condolences and sympathies. Trejo is known for his tough guy roles and, you know, shrugged off the sympathy. And Steve Whitmer offered his condolences in character as Kermit. 
and mm-hmm. Trejo broke down crying. Oh, I would yeah. too. That kind of reminds me of the drawing of who is it, Mickey Mouse? It's either Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny consoling Kermit when Jim Henson died. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a newspaper drawing. Oh, and you mentioned the the sequel song at the end of the mm-hmm. song. We're doing a sequel. They call the movie The Muppets Again. Mm-hmm. The Muppets Again was the working title for most of the for the movie through most of production until they changed it to Muppets Most Wanted at the very last minute. Got you. So, That's do funny. we want to vote? I mean, do we need to? I mean, <laughs> formally, we have to vote. Oh, okay. I am voting for the Muppet movie because yeah, me too. <laughs> has so much heart. It stays true to I think the characterization of the Muppets. Um, it's so meta. It's funny. Takes itself just seriously enough so that it is goofy and a heartfelt movie. Mm-hmm. And the songs are iconic. Rainbow Connection, moving right along. Can you picture that? Which had me thinking that you could see the Aurora Borealis from Dallas. I was a stupid kid when I was little. <laughs> Going to go back there someday. The Magic Store. It's a better movie. Period. Yeah, I'll I'll vote for the Muppet movie as well. One thing I I don't think we talked about that I think is worth mentioning. The Muppet movie feels like one of those movies that has a really simple premise and is really great. Because it's a really simple premise. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Maybe Sandlot. Something like that. I, do, is this making any sense? And the Muppet movie, like, is... It's a road trip story where they're gathering all these friends. But they're also being chased by a villain. And they're also trying to become famous. That's literally it. Um, will Doc Hopper catch them? And will they make it to before, Hollywood? And will they make it? So maybe it's maybe it's not as doesn't have as many storylines as I was thinking it did, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a great introduction. Um, it's got a unique sense of self awareness that we don't see in in movies, and is very kind of a Muppet trademark. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So uh, going on to the next round, we have the Muppet movie. What do you have and for? Then- Trump- uh, well, we have to decide, do we want to do Drunk Disney for Muppets Most Wanted or the Muppet movie? It is your segment. I will defer to you. Uh, I don't feel like we should subject our viewers to uh, watching Muppets Most Wanted. So let's say the Muppet movie. Take a drink for the beginning of any song. Take a drink anytime Doc Hopper appears. Okay. And then what do you think? Ooh, take a t- take take a drink every time they introduce a new Muppet. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So take a drink for the beginning of every song. Take a drink for each new introduced. 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 Each new um, introduced Muppet, and anytime Doc shows up. I like. And that's it. Man, another another thing. Uh, the Muppet movie is so much shorter. Like it it moves. Yeah. It's 90 minutes, and Muppets Most Wanted is uh, two, hours, two hours, 120. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast, and they mentioned that the Muppet movie is kind of like, it kind of just takes place in like a, a handful of locations, mm-hmm. and it's like there's a music video, it's like a music video for every song, and then mm-hmm. on the road, meet a new Muppet, run into Doc Hopper, 
then another music video. <laughs> it's a cycle. Yeah. yeah. But again, it keeps moving. Mm-hmm. They keep moving right along, as it were. Oh, I guess that was a bad joke. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Pepper wasn't a fan. We have one more pair left before we get into the semifinals and finals of our Muppets bracket. The only pair we have left are the twins of the Jim Henson trilogy, the Muppets Take Manhattan versus the Great Muppet Caper. Man, I have some feelings about those movies. I haven't seen Muppets Take Manhattan, and I used to love Great Muppet Caper and haven't seen it in years, so I'm excited Mm. to watch it again. You can follow us on our social medias on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disneyverses, on Twitter at DisneyVS. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast hashtag Disney Parks Cookbook Challenge. I am up to 20 recipes done. Killing it. I had to make myself cook. I was like, you need to cook some more because you haven't done anything <laughs> since I almost sliced my finger off making ratatouille. Oh. Yeah. The Ratatouille looked bomb. You should definitely go look at it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it looked great. I'm not a fan of eggplant, so it, it had a weird uh. flavor, but mm. it looks okay. great. I didn't post it on the uh, on the main Disney versus feed, but if you like follow me on regular Instagram, my handle on Instagram is at Tormetheus. It's Prometheus, but T-O-R. I posted it there. Mm-hmm. I also see that other people have gotten their hands on the book and are starting mm-hmm. to do the recipes too, but I don't think nice. any of them are going through the entire book this year like I am. Can't wait for uh, Star Wars week when I'm going to make uh, all of the Star Wars recipes that are in the book. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's like blue milk and green milk and Ronto wraps and outpost popcorn it's going to be interesting. That's the last popcorn recipe that I have to make. <laughs> <laughs> How many popcorn I, recipes are there? There are four in the book. Okay. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, if you give us a five-star review on Facebook or iTunes and leave us a comment, we'll read it on the air. There's nothing new. Um <laughs> feel like we should stop saying that too <laughs> i mean it'll if if it happens maybe someone will get bold enough to give us a five-star review and a comment after I mean, we keep saying it but it remains true whether you guys do it or not uh we are still in a pandemic be safe be smart get your vaccines if you can i can't wait to get mine in two weeks grace when are you getting your second one i'm getting my first one this coming friday first one. okay cool 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 very excited i mean not excited but excited you know like anxious excited uh no like i'm excited to have it done i hate getting shots Ah. so but i got an appointment at a place that is very very close to a bougie fancy donut shop that i love in seattle that's always like you have to pre-order a couple days ahead of time so my goal is to pre-order so that i can pick them up right after my my shot i'm sure it'll help my blood sugar in magnificent ways yeah thank you guys for listening as always and we will see you guys next episode goodbye life's like a movie write your own ending keep believing keep pretending we've done just what we've set out to do thanks to 
dreamer.